What's up, everyone? My name is Mel, and I'm your host over here at the Compulsory Gymnastics Connection. This is a podcast all about women's gymnastics levels one through five. We are going to talk about gymnastics experiences, non-gymnastics experiences, how those things shape and play into how we coach. We're going to go over day-to-day shop talk, really getting into how on earth we actually make it happen and we get it done. And lastly, how to keep it fun, because let's be honest, gymnastics is fun. I really hope that you are going to enjoy this just as much as I am. So let's get started. All right, I am back and we are going to do another solo episode this week. In my brain, it made sense to go ahead and continue the practice breakdowns for my level fours and fives. Um, But before I get started, I wanted to share something that has come up in conversation for me uh, a couple times in the past week, and that is sharing your story or sharing your experiences. And at some point, and in some ways still, I, and I'm sure many others feel like this, I'm just doing what I'm doing, right? I coach gymnastics because I love it. But there is so much value in any kind of experience. And so I had a conversation with a friend and she was telling me that people feel like this all the time. Even world-renowned musicians who travel the world with big name bands, her husband interviews them for his podcast. When they get asked to be interviewed, they say, well, what am I going to say? What is, what is anybody going to get out of this? Like, I don't really have anything to share. And I want to tell you right now, you have something to share. We can find value in your experience or the way that you do things, there is something there. So I am looking for people to interview on this podcast. And if you are having a doubt right now that, oh, I just coach this or I just do this, stop it. Stop it because what you do is so important. And I guarantee that someone will listen to the podcast and they will take something from that. Whether it's for themselves or for their gymnasts, there will be value there. So if you are listening to this and you are nervous to share your story or experience, that's okay. Guys, great coaches come from everywhere. You do not have to be the world's best coach. I don't want the world's best coaches. I mean, that would be nice. But I'm saying that I'm here for, I want to, give voice to the little guy, to the person who doesn't feel like, who maybe feels like they have a lot to offer their, their kids, but maybe doesn't see themselves in a way that is, is bigger because guess what guys, it's really big and you're really helpful. So side note tangent before we get started, but I I feel really strongly about giving voice to, to people So even if you're nervous, reach out to me. We will find something of value. Um, You can get to us via Instagram or an email, and that information is at the end of the episode. So 
off my little tangent, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started with practice breakdown for our level fours and fives. This is going to be our Wednesday practices. Remember from the last episode, I am the balance beam and floor coach. So we're going to get more in detail on beam and floor for our Wednesday practices. Um, we have four hour practices and we break those up, you know, by event and things like that. So we're going to get started. Our practice is from four to eight, four o'clock to four thirty. We do a warm up. Um, typically on Wednesdays, our warm up is a plyometric warm up. Um, we have recently talked to our strength coach Ashley. Shout out Ashley again. Um, if you listen to the last episode, I talked about what she does for us on on the strength and conditioning front, um, and she recommended to us that maybe a, this particular plyometric warm-up that we were doing was maybe a little bit too much pounding, especially for growing kids. And if Wednesday for us was going to be a tumbling day, which it is, that that's a lot of stress on the body right at the beginning of the day. So we actually went ahead and switched that warm-up. So now our to warm up cardiovascularly, we are doing some mat pushing. Um, so there is still a little bit of running, a little bit of pounding, but it is not nearly at the level that we were doing before. Um, so we're going to spend about 15 minutes doing that. And then we're going to do 15 minutes. We always do 15 minutes of our dynamic stretching. Um, so we do not do static stretching at the beginning of our day. We are, um, moving. Everything is going to be in movement. There may be a pause and a slight hold, but never anything that's more than three or four seconds. Um, so that's 15 minutes, 15 minutes of the mat pushes, give or take, and then 15 minutes of our dynamic stretching. After that, we actually keep the kids together. So we ha- normally have two groups. We keep them together for the next half an hour as well. And that is going to be our gymnastics conditioning time. So on Monday, we did um, generalized strength and conditioning. And then on Wednesdays, we are going to do more gymnastics-based things. So we, at this point, most of the time do uh, tops general things. So that's going to be our cast handstands and our press handstands and our leg lifts and our rope climbs, our handstand holding. Um, So we will do a complex of those things. So I will do three or four different press handstand holding, strengthening exercises. So I'll I'll do straddle hold. We usually go on the beams. I'll do a straddle hold to press to your feet. Um, I will do standing straddle, press down. Sorry, guys. My cats are, they decided to be really hyped this morning. And I have tried to get them to calm down and lock them out. But if I lock them out, then they meow and they paw at the door. So I'm sorry about that. Um, you may hear them in the background. Um, anyways, so press hands hands on the beam. Sit to stand, stand to sit. And I will do um, standing on the ground, uh, pushing up to a pike stand, slow push up to a pike stand. Um, It's also a really good cast handstand drill for bars. Um, So we'll do that. I'll do, um, 
If they need help with their press handstands, we'll do some spotted press handstands. We'll do against the wall and then they'll do some on their own. Um, so that's that usually takes like 10 minutes. We do 10 minutes of that and then we'll do 10 minutes of handstand holding. We have a great spot on the wall. We do all the variations of shaping handstand holds on the wall or against the balance beam. I really like doing handstands with the hips against the balance beam because that allows them to kind of feel where their legs are in space a little bit more, I think. So, um, and then they'll have a set of L leg lifts and rope climbs and and things like that. Um, And then once our conditioning is done for the day, our strength is done for the day, we split them up into two groups. um, And on Wednesdays, I will do, now that we are getting prepped for season, let's say that, I will do fours in one group, fives in the other group. Um, For most of the summer, I was uh, mixing them um, because we were focusing on our basics and our strength. And so I'm doing the same thing with the level fours and the level fives, regardless of of what level they're going to compete in the next year. At this point for us, we are in preseason. So now when I'm doing tumbling days, it's going to be a little bit more geared towards, you know, what their actual skills are. So I'm going to take the level fives first because we have an additional building. So we have to walk outside put our shoes on, walk outside and go to the other. It's basically the boys gym. Um, but we do have the full floor available to us on Wednesdays. So, um, I will walk them over there and we will be able to utilize the whole floor. So that is now in this place, a good opportunity for me to do full routines. Um, and so with my level fives for the past few weeks, let's say two weeks at this point. So we're in August and our inter-squad is 10 days away. So for the past two weeks, we've been going over what our meat warm-up looks like. And guys, if you guys have a good way to teach a bump-in warm-up without it feeling psychotic, please let me know please shoot me a message because I don't, I I still don't. I've done this for years and years and years. And most of the meets that we go to do not have like a separate tumble strip to warm up on and it's just bumping. And I think I've got it down, but I feel like there could totally be a better way to do this. Um, So if you feel like you have a really strong floor bump and warm up for your level fours and fives, please let me know. But we've been going over what we're gonna what we're gonna do, um, for our our warm up, and then we will. Now I'm doing full routines because I only have the full floor, one maybe two days a week. So I have one opportunity to really get full routines done. Um, so we're gonna do full routines, and for us, this group is seven kids, so I'm gonna be able to get through two to three full routines in the time that I have. So what that looks like 
is one person is going to be doing their floor routine. And then I'm going to have stations around the floor, drills around the floor. And we're going to go in that circuit two, maybe hopefully three times if we get really efficient at it. Um, so I'm going to do, I do mostly one drill for each skill in the floor routine. So after they do their floor routine, they're going to go over to the side. They're going to do a, uh, for level fives, they're going to do a front tuck drill. So I really like punch, 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 forward roll over the mat, hit, hit your landing position. Nice, clean, simple, easy drill. I do, the next station is a panel mat. And it's going to be, I call these high buys. It's the back extension roll where you don't go all the way over and you candlestick roll back down. If there's an actual technical name for that, again, let me know. I call it high buy because they say hello and goodbye. Um, so I'll have them do that on the full panel mat or the half panel mat. Around the other side of the floor, we're going to have another panel mat and we're going to be doing our jumping we're going to be doing our straddle jumping and our um, jump full turn. Um, I will also have them lay on their back on the mat and do straddle pulling. It's another variation I like to do there. From that, I'm going to have a turning drill. Um, I like to utilize our boulder mat. And I have them, I do half turns only with this boulder mat. But I have them start their they're facing away from the mat. Their back leg is against the mat. Like their back leg and their butt are against the boulder mat. And they're in releve. And they're in a close like PK, PK turn position. Their front foot is going to be down. They're just going to be in releve. And it's a small fourth position releve. And then they're going to do their half turn from there so that when they finish their half turn, their knee is touching the boulder mat. So it helps them find that tall passe position either halfway through or all the way through their turn. I haven't made it to full turns yet, but that's the goal is to be able to do that full turn. Boom, show that passe at the end. So that's one of my favorite turn drills. Um, so we'll do that one. So that was one, two, three, four. We do two more. Let's see. What else do we usually do? Um, I will do handstand snap downs. God bless a handstand snap down. Snap up, actually. I like to, I changed the wording on that. Um, I feel like when we did snap down, they would just pull their feet and pike. So now I call them snap ups. And so uh, they're focused more on bringing their shoulders up instead of their feet down. Um, and so that's, that's been helping. And then our very last one, honestly, I will do a foam rolling station. Um, I will do quads, IT bands, um, and adductors. I will have them do like upper leg. And so they get to take a little bit of a mental rest before they have to do their full floor routine. Um, and with the level fives, when we started, it wasn't full floor routines. It was two, two passes. So I would have them do their front tuck and their front pass. They would not do their back tuck. Last week, we did technically a full routine where we did front and then front pass. And then we have an air track into, into a resi. And so their roundup by canceling back tuck, because I could tell that they were tired, was into the resi pit. 
Um, and that's working out really well. I think this week we're going to be able to, we'll do one more week of the same. Actually, no. Mm-mm. We're doing full routines now. Because today and next Wednesday are going to be the only two days I have to do some full routines with them before they show themselves. So that's what a Wednesday floor rotation is going to look like for us right now. And then I am going to keep the level fives and I'm going to take them to balance beam. So once we're done with that 45 minutes, we're going to go back over to the girls gym where beam area is and uh, go over to balance beam. So I said it in the previous episode, but for us, if I'm doing a tumble day or tumble heavy day on floor, I'm going to do a dance day on beam and, and vice versa. If I do a dance day on floor, I'm going to do a tumbling day on beam. So that's what that's going to look like. So we're going to go to beam and it's going to be a dance day. Dance days are my favorite on balance beam because... There's so much you can do with your complex. With the f- I, I, I use my complex as the first 15 minutes to really set us up for what we're going to do for the day. So right now we are struggling a little bit with our split leaping. So something that I noticed I wasn't really doing consistently was kicking. And so that has now become the focal point of my complex for our beam warm up. So we're going to start off the balance beam and we're going to do forward, sideways, backwards kicking. And we're going to do two sets of 10. Then we're going to get up on the balance beam and we're going to do our walking complex first. So we just do nice, easy forward, sideways, backwards walking. Um, And then we're going to do some kick walking. Then we're going to do some jumping and landing. So I do two foot jumps, right foot in front, like bunny hops, right? Right foot in front, left foot in front, alternating feet. I do uh, stretch jumps, nice long jumps. Um, and then I'll do some single leg. I'll, I'll, I, guys, I don't know what's going on with me today. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm stuttering a lot which doesn't normally happen. So I apologize. Um, I really like starting on two feet and landing on one. So I like to do a straight jump that lands on one foot. They don't have to land right now in an arabesque for me. They can land with that opposite foot or whatever foot that is up in a coupe position. Um, But I have them practice their T pressing arms for their leap landing at that. So they have to jump high enough to point their feet and then land and press one foot. And I make them do both feet, even though I know they're not necessarily going to land. Um, it's great for ankle, knee, and hip stabilization. So that one's, that one's one of my favorites to, to add in. Um, and then I will set up a circuit for balance beam again. And that's going to look like, what do we need to focus on? And right now that's split leaping. Um, and then I will also have one to two beam routines that are going to be dance throughs. So they'll be able to warm up the rest of their skills for dance. So if we've done a leaping complex, we're going to do a turn and our jumps to make sure that we're warmed up and ready to do them nicely when we do our dance throughs. 
So then we're going to set up. I really enjoy leaping up. I like leaping off of the balance beam to a panel mat, you know, low beams. I like to leap from the panel mat onto the balance beam. But what I'm struggling right now with my kids is the jumping part of it. The nice long forward step with the shoulders over the hips. And so that's going to be what 80% of the drills are going to be for is that big step. I call it a mountain climber, mountain climber step so that they can pull both legs at the same time in the air. So that's where, that's where I'm at with my beam, with my level, both my level fours and fives. So after a beam, they're going to do 45 minutes of beam. They're going to get a snack break. Um, and you know, I feel really good because my kids actually, if they get hungry, they will come and ask me if they can take a couple bites of their snack. So I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that they feel comfortable asking me for that because I'm going to say yes. Kids get hungry. They might not have eaten before practice. They need a little bit of energy. So like, yeah, go ahead. Take a couple bites of your snack. But we do have a designated snack time. And then I'm going to switch over oop, to my level fours. And they are going to come to beam first. And you guys, honestly... I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do the exact same thing with the level fours on beam and the level fours, again, on floor. So um, it's it's not rocket science. Um, I think one of the biggest things that helps me is consistency. My kids know that when they come in on Wednesday and they're going to floor, they're tumbling. And I just recently switched to the complex because we're getting into meat season. But they knew if I said front tumbling, they knew what the complex was to set up for. If I said back tumbling, they knew. And guys, it's panel mats and an 8-inch mat. Like, it's, it's nothing complicated in, in the complex setup. So for, we did that for three months. And the cool part about it is we did it for three months, but we were able to progress it. You know, it was able to kind of play add on with the drills. So on floor, right? If we're doing back tumbling, we're doing cartwheel step into your C shape. I call it a sushi roll because I like to name things after food. Sushi roll to the eight inch mat. And then Okay, it's going to be round off to your sushi roll. It's going to be round off to your back handspring. It's going to be round off to your two back handsprings. And we just progressed it in in that way so that it was simple. And it was just one little step stacked on top of the other one. So consistency in what you're doing. I don't pick different drills every week. I, I do 95% is the same drill and maybe I need to introduce one new drill or we're ready to progress the basic drill into the next one. So if you are feeling like you're not seeing what you want to see with your kids, just pick something and stick to it. You have to give it a little time to work because if you don't, they're just going to get confused about it. 
and they're going to be like, well, we did it this way last week. And it's just, it's a lot. So just, you know, have a reason. Think about why you're doing the drill, right? What is this for, for these kids? And do it for a period of time. And then if it doesn't work, or it's not working in the most, like if you don't feel like it's working in the way that you want it to, either modify that drill or scrap it and pick a new one. And that's okay, right? It's okay to, to change your mind. And it's okay to switch it. But make sure you give it an opportunity to, to work. And my biggest suggestion on that is keep it simple. It doesn't have to be craziness to be effective, right? So, all right. So that's our Wednesday practice. And um, I, you know what? I, guys, my brain is all over the place today. I am. So if <laughs> I just said, holy crap. <sighs> I'm sorry. This is what my husband has to deal with on the daily. So like he is a saint. My brain likes to jump all over the place. And so I have not done my meditation today to uh, calm and center my mind. So this is this is where we're at. But that is all I've got for you guys today. And so next week we'll be back with Thursday practice. Um, I also want to do an episode on games, on games that you play um, so if you have a, a really good game that you really like to play and is really awesome for your kids, shoot me a message, let me know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole episode on that too. So I hope you liked it. Again, let me know if there's a topic or a thing that you want me to discuss. And like I said at the beginning, you have something to share. So please message me, reach out to me and let's get you on here because you have, you have something of value. So until next time, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. If you have questions, comments, anything, feedback, shoot me a message at compulsory gymnastics connection on Instagram or shoot me an email compulsory gymnastics connection at gmail.com and we'll connect. And I will see you next week, guys. Have an awesome one.